What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Super Bowl edition of Sports and Stilettos podcast. I am your host, Breezy, and we have a lot to go over in this episode. First, shout out to all the first timers here. Thanks for checking me out. Make sure that you like and subscribe to the show so you're notified as soon as another episode drops. And if you haven't already thrown your phone because of all the changes that Twitter is making these days, make sure you follow me on Twitter at your host underscore breezy and on Instagram at sports and stilettos podcast, all one word. This episode may be a little bit longer than normal, so make sure you grab a snack, get comfy, and let's talk about our Super Bowl bound birds. This is the Eagles' second Super Bowl appearance in five years, and I, I couldn't be I couldn't be happier. You know, it's it's very similar to 2017. You know, second year head coach, second year quarterback. You know, the vibes are just they're 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 perfect. They're perfect. The Chiefs, on the other side, have their third appearance in four years. You, you, I mean, they're they've. They're dominating the AFC right now. You know, it's it's just what's going on. Um, you know, they've had you know their run-ins with the uh, with the Bengals. They've had their run-ins with the Bills. But you know, it's just the way the cookie crumbles right now. Um, one thing that I know a lot of people are talking about right now is this is the first time in NFL history where two black starting quarterbacks are quarterbacking in the Super Bowl. This is. Fantastic. And it's during Black History Month. Look at that. The NFL is finally doing something right here. Couldn't ask for more. Um, Kelsey Brothers, the Kelsey Bowl. You got Jason Kelsey with the Eagles, Travis Kelsey with the Chiefs. Um, You know, it'd be different if they were, you know, on opposite sides of the ball, like actually playing against each other. Um, That would be really cool. But, um, you know, they're both on offense. So we're just hoping that our Kelsey thrives a little bit more than their Kelsey. The Eagles, I mean, like I said before, the Eagles this season has been very similar to 2017. But I feel like this Eagles team has more, I don't don't even know the word to say. They, They have a bigger chip on their shoulder. And I feel like every single person on this roster is out to show and prove that they are the best at their position. And I think that goes through the entire organization to a T. I mean, this this team has broken franchise records. They've are right there with uh NFL all-time records. Like it's it's incredible. It's incredible the things that this team has done. But you guys know I mean, Philadelphia fans know more than anything, the national media hates us. Don't know what's going on. I don't know why they just don't like Philadelphia sports, but we don't care, you know, because we're out here trying to just support our team and and hope that they can bring a championship back to Philadelphia because we deserve it. We deserve it. We've been through some hell with these teams. So to see this, the, the Philadelphia Eagles organization going to another Super Bowl in, a, in, in my opinion, a very short amount of time, I think that that deserves recognition and respect. But we know we're not going to get that from the national media. Jalen Hurts had a very, uh, a perfect, perfect line in his press conference yesterday. And he said, I had a purpose before anyone had an opinion. 
And if that doesn't speak to the core of this team, I don't know what else does. Everyone on this roster has a purpose, individually and then the team collectively. And they came into the building knowing what their purpose was before anybody could form an opinion about who they were, what their identity was, and and what they could do this season. And the Eagles has surpassed every single expectation that you could ask for. And the fact that they continue to be disrespected, even though they are the number one seed, they have locked up the division, they are now in the Super Bowl, the disrespect keeps coming. And the only thing that they can do to shut everybody up is to win another championship, which I think is is what's going to happen on Sunday. So, you know, the disrespect is Micah Parsons. Oh, it's the system. It's not the quarterback. But we know that that is a lie because you can't just plug and play any quarterback with this Eagles offense. We've seen that happen. Jalen Hurts missed two games. Gardner Minshew stepped in. And while Gardner Minshew played well, we still lost two games without Jalen Hurts. So it's 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 definitely, definitely, definitely Jalen who makes this offense go. And then you have the incredibly annoying Chris Sims. And if you guys haven't seen the video yet, there's a video of him uh, leaving the set of, uh, I guess, him sitting down and talking with some people. Leaving the set, he kind of trips off the stage and does this like a little roll in the back. Karma is a bitch. But anyway, um, Chris Sims, you know, says that, you know, playing quarterback for the Eagles is probably the easiest job that anybody that, you know, any quarterback could have. But if that was the case, then why did we lose two games when Jalen Hurts wasn't here? You know what I mean? So it's like all of these narratives that people are making up in the national media, it it holds no weight anymore. We've gone through an entire season now and they're still trying to pick apart this team, neglecting the, the accomplishments that they've had. You know, we got other fan bases still crying and still butthurt about losing to us. Get over it. You know, the 49ers, why are you guys talking to the media? Why? For what? You lost two weeks ago. Two, 14 days ago, you lost. That's how the cookie crumbles in the NFL. You're either going to win a game or you're going to lose a game. It is what it is. It is not the Eagles' fault that your starting quarterback got knocked out of the game and then the backup quarterback got knocked out of the game. That's not their fault. You think it's it's the Eagles that are supposed to make sure that you have a competent quarterback? No. We All we have to do is play our game. You know what I mean? And that's exactly what we did. So, sorry, not sorry. Get over it. And I need the national media to stop going and asking these players what their opinions are about their loss to the Eagles because nobody cares anymore. Go enjoy a drink. Enjoy your family. Enjoy this little bit of offseason that you have before training camp and stuff starts. And get ready for next year. Get over it. Get over it. It is what it is. So... 
I say all of that to say, people have to start giving the Eagles credit where it's due. They've been a phenomenal team from start to finish. They have a fantastic foundation of this team. Every, like every player is under 25 or 26. Like it's 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 crazy, you know? It, you know, obviously, except for, you know, the Kelseys, uh, Lane Johnson, like guys like that. But even their backups are under 25, 26 years old. This team has a foundation that is going to be great for many, many years. So if we thought that the 49ers whining and complaining about losing in the national championship game was a lot, just wait until the next team loses to us in the national championship game again. And then the year after that, lose to us in the national championship game. And then the year after that, I expect, you know, this is a little early, but I expect the Eagles to get to the 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 conference championship game maybe three times in the next five years. I don't, I don't see why that can't happen, you know? So we'll see. We will see. So let's, let's, let's look at the, let's, wow. Let's look at this game. So road to the Super Bowl. We'll start with the, the Chiefs. Chiefs are 14. I mean, these Eagles and Chiefs are very, very similar in the way that they got to this, this point. Uh, both 14 and three, both number one seeds in their conferences, both win their divisions. And their average margin of victory this year is almost the same. Uh, Chiefs are about seven, seven and a half points. Eagles are a little over seven and a half points. And the Eagles average 28 points a game, while the Chiefs average about 29 points a game. The thing with the Chiefs is that they have one player um, that I will get into next who uh, has 15 and a half sacks, if I'm not mistaken. And then when you look at the Eagles defense, the Eagles defense has four defensive players with 10 plus sacks and 17 interceptions. So it's, it's a very good, evenly matched game that we're, that we're going to experience on Sunday. And honestly, I, I hear, I've, I've heard a lot of people talk about that it's going to be a blowout. Like, you know, Patrick Mahomes isn't 100% healthy, but... I feel like Patrick Mahomes doesn't need to be 100% healthy to be competent in playing the game and be successful in playing the game. You know, he's he's the Chiefs, like he's their Jalen Hurts. Like we think Jalen Hurts is absolutely incredible. His body uh, heals a different way if he'll, you know, like whatever, like whatever the that whole thing is. But the... The Chiefs have not faced a defense or a pass rush like the Philadelphia Eagles. They haven't. It, it's it's plain and simple. But they both both teams do have phenomenal defenses. And then you also have quarterbacks that can can make a lot of things happen. You know, whether it's connecting with another player or doing it themselves. You know? So I really, I don't think that this is going to be a blowout. I've heard a lot of people say, oh, the Eagles are going to win by 10 plus points, blah, blah, blah. I, I really don't think that that's going to be the case. I really don't. And, you know, I, I obviously I was wrong uh, during the um, uh, the Niners game. Um, 
you know, because I was expecting the the Niners defense to step up and and play like the number one defense and they folded like like lawn chairs. So it is what it is. But I really think that the defenses on this stage are, are we're going to see the best of the best, you know, so I, I, I don't think that this is going to be a blowout at all. And, you know, we'll get to my predictions and stuff at the end of the show. Got some good ones for you, too. Um, so, like I said, the, the these two teams are very similar, but I, I, I really feel like the Eagles are just the better team overall. The Chiefs are, the Chiefs are good. You know, they, they're, they're great. I mean, you, they, there's, there's really nothing that you can take away from them. But they are not unbeatable. They've lost three games with Patrick Mahomes and, J- and Travis Kelsey both playing. So your star players are playing in a game and you, and you lose. Like, it just, it, it just is what it is. Our losses, well, I think one loss came with Jalen Hurts playing. The other two losses, Jalen Hurts wasn't even playing. So... I, I, I think that, you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a dog fight. It's gonna be a dog fight on Sunday. The only person on the Chiefs uh team outside of Travis Kelsey um is Chris Jones that makes me a little bit nervous. Um he's the player uh that has 15 and a half sacks this season. Um he's a beast, he's he's just a maniac. He's an absolute maniac on the field. But the Eagles also have the best O-line in football, and they are going to have their work cut out for them on Sunday. But we know Stoutling University will have them ready to go and prepared. You know, they've they've done a, a great, great job in minimizing the quarterback hits and the sacks on Jalen Hurts, specific to Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson. Neither one of them have allowed a sack this season and I think uh I think Lane Johnson's goes back to like last year or like the middle of the season before something like that so the offensive line is I guess over like they have the experience to to make sure that they that they step up to the plate when it comes to Chris Jones so not really worried too much uh, but you know if Chris Jones gets going he's probably going to be an issue for us on Sunday Darius Slay James Bradbury are two favorites in the back uh or in the in the secondary I I, I think they're going to terrorize the Chiefs wide receivers I, re- I really do I like I don't think that they are going to get anything going these guys are like freaking like super glue on these receivers sometimes and you know we saw it live in under the lights when the Eagles played the Vikings in week two you know we saw that even your 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 best player can be shut down you know and and throughout the season a lot of uh head coaches offensive coordinators and things like that they 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 wouldn't game plan to throw to these guys. And if they did, they were incomplete passes. You know, I think I think Slay and Bradbury have the uh 
you know, the, the, the best, uh, passer rating, um, against them. Like they're, it, they're, I mean, they're the lowest, you know, in the league or one of uh, the duo that has the lowest. So I, you know, out, outside or without Tyreek Hill as a wide receiver for the chiefs, you know, their, their, their receiving core really isn't scary. You know, outside of, like I said, outside of Travis Kelsey, who can also be shut down. Let's not get it twisted. He can also be shut down. Their receiving core does not scare me, you know? And then you got Juju Smith-Schuster saying, oh yeah, uh, the best cheesesteaks, the best Philly cheesesteaks aren't even in Philly. You're a dweeb, dude. Like, stop. One, you probably never had a cheesesteak in Philadelphia. And if you have, it was probably from a shitty place, if you say that on national TV. And then two, you're from the West Coast, my guy. I don't even think they know what cheesesteaks are in California. Like, get, like, stop. Just leave, leave, leave Philly things to Philly people, okay? Don't comment on our food no more, please. But anyway, uh, going back to the Eagles defensive line, our rotation, and is probably a lot better than it used to be um, because the rotation started when uh, Jim Schwartz was here. We knew he rotated guys um, really well and guys stayed fresh, but they weren't, I don't think the rotation was as good as it is now when Jim Schwartz was here because you're seeing players produce like career numbers in this rotation. You know, uh, uh, Brandon Graham, you know, he uh, being a rotational player, you know, he's up over 10 sacks. And, you know, Fletcher Cox, we haven't seen him since probably 20, 2016 or something. You know, he finally shows up and, you know, he's got seven sacks this year when I think I don't I don't think there's been a season where he's been above five or something crazy. So the rotation of the defensive line is 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 definitely one of my keys to winning this game. As long as the defense stays fresh and they do the things that we know that they can do on that defensive line, they are going to the Eagles are going to come out successful. It's it's just it's just what it is. Now, Patrick Mahomes is very elusive. He's very shifty. He's he doesn't stay still. He's like he's all over the place. But our pass rush has been smothering quarterbacks all season. You know, we've had we've seen, you know, uh Carson Wentz get sacked what nine times in a game. We've seen uh you know, the uh the defense get after um, Justin Fields. We've seen the defense get after Aaron Rodgers. We've seen the de- like all of these quarterbacks, as great as they are, are not exempt from from this pass rush. Like you can get hit too. <laughs> you know, you, you yeah, you could get sacked too, buddy. Like it doesn't matter how good you are. And the, you know, and the same goes for Jalen. Jalen could get sacked. You know, and we've seen it happen. But this pass rush is going to be a problem for Patrick Mahomes on Sunday. I don't care what anybody says. 
and I don't care how good you can you you think you game plan against these guys, a lot of the way that this team or this this pass rush uh wins is based off of instinct and the way that they adjust individually to what they see who they're they're matched up against. You know, we saw you know, um in the 49ers game, we saw a tight end who was uh, deemed the task of guarding Hassan Reddick. That is a horrible matchup for a tight end because Hassan Reddick's going to win every single time. And if you watch tape, if Kyle Shanahan had watched tape, he would have seen that his tight end didn't stand a chance against Hassan Reddick. But it worked in our favor, so it is what it is. Now, going to uh, experience in the postseason. Um, you know, this is Jalen's second uh, second year getting into the postseason, um, but his first time getting this far. And, you know, I couldn't be more proud of him, obviously. But there are also other players on this team who were one in the... Um, the 2017 Super Bowl with us. And then we have players from other teams who were in Super Bowls or, you know, made it to the conference championship game or whatever. So collectively, the Eagles have experience here. But as far as consecutive experience or or I guess not consecutive, but like longevity in this area, the Chiefs have us by a long shot. You know, it's their third third Super Bowl appearance in four years. So it's like they they understand the pressure of the lights, but that's, you know, that's not the end-all be-all to guarantee your win. You know, the Eagles got to the, the Super Bowl in 2017 and they had little to no experience there. You know, going against the GOAT, who had won, I think at that point it was, what, seven or eight Super Bowls going into that season? You know, so you really, you, experience kind of goes out the window once you get to the postseason because you you never know what's going to happen. You know, it's really any given Sunday. So, I think that, again, it's going to be a hard-fought game. We are here now. Okay, so here's the thing: we are going to see, and I'll be, I'll be, I'll be looking to see if they actually do it in-game or if they wait until halftime. But these in-game adjustments that the Eagles are more, most likely going to make, I, I can't wait to see what that looks like. Because even though the Eagles are going to go here and they're going to play their game, their level of football, you always have to adjust to something. So I'm going to be anxious to see what those adjustments are going to be. Now, one thing that obviously the the Eagles defense has to look out for is Travis Kelsey. Absolutely phenomenal tight end, incredible player, the brother of our very own Jason Kelsey. And, you know, we... We have the players who can shut him down. You know, it's very easy for for Travis to get 100 plus yards in a game 
We've seen it happen multiple times this year and then in years before. So I think that the 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 linebackers are going to have their hands full. They're going to have to be ready at every point in this game to make sure that Travis Kelsey does not rip off, you know, a 40-yard run or something crazy. You know, they're going to have to make sure that they that they are really on him, you know, without the flags and without the penalties and stuff like that. But I think this team has what it takes to get that done. So, like I said, he can be shut down. And the way that this Eagles defense can shut him down is by speeding up the internal clock that uh, Pat Mahomes has. And that's with the pass rush. So, Travis Kelsey can't have a great game if he can't catch the ball. Mahomes is not going to have a great game if he can't get the ball out of his hands. So speeding up Patrick Mahomes' internal clock is going to make a very big difference in this game. It is what it is. And then let's, you know, skipping down to the running backs, you know, you guys know, I, I mean, if you follow me on Twitter, you know that I, I really, really like Isaiah Pacheco. Um, I think he went to school at Rutgers. So, you know, I picked him up uh, even in my fantasy football league because <laughs> uh, I lost, uh, I think it was Eno Benjamin I had or something like that. I had one of these guys and they went down with an injury and, um, you know, decided, you know, why not? I'll pick up Pacheco, added him in and uh, I've been hooked ever since. You know, not just in fantasy football, but I also place bets on him. And I think there was only one week that he let me down because I went for his receiving yards because they were only at like seven and a half yards or something like that. And he ended up not getting the ball thrown to him at all that game. But he rushed for like 120 yards. So, um you know, I really, I really like Pacheco. He's uh, emerges one of my favorite running backs to watch that are not with the Eagles. Um, so I like him, but he's also going against my team. So I, I can't like him too much. You know, um, the Eagles uh, averaged uh, 119 rushing yards per game in the regular season, um, or they, I'm sorry, they allowed an average of 119 yards rushing. Um, but in the two games that they've played in the playoffs, they've only averaged or they've allowed an average of 99 and a half rushing yards per game, which is great. So that gives me hope that the Eagles can neutralize the run game on Sunday and then make Patrick Mahomes in this offense one dimensional where he's forced to throw the ball. And if he's forced to throw the ball, then he's probably going to throw the ball downfield where James Bradbury and Darius Slay are. And we're going to be looking at some pick sixes or a lot, a lot, a lot of dropped balls. And I can't wait because it's going to work in the Eagles' favor. So all that being said, we're going to look at predictions now. So the way a coach and the team captains rally their team to come together in a big moment and play for each other is really what matters the most in the postseason. The Eagles have been disrespected all season. 
it's nothing new. It's, 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 it comes with the territory, unfortunately. And every single week they have shown over and over and over again that they can win on any given Sunday. And this Sunday is not going to be any different than that. They've beat the GOAT. They've beat the Giants three times in the same year. They've ran the ball down people's throats. They've thrown the ball over, over defensive heads. And they've beaten the number one defense in the league. Kansas City is good, but the Eagles are are, are just better. And that's not me being biased or, or anything like that. It's it's just it's just what is here, is what we see week in and week out. So uh I'm I'm gonna share with you guys two bets. Um so on Twitter, make sure you follow me at your host underscore breezy on Twitter. Um, I said that the Eagles would have four or more sacks on Sunday and that Hassan Reddick was going to account for at least two of them. And I stand behind that 100%. So I'm going to give you guys two bets that I will be placing for Sunday. Um, These bets are on FanDuel under game specials for the Super Bowl. There is a uh, a prop for Hassan Reddick to record a sack and for Philadelphia to win. That is plus 190 on FanDuel. And then there's another one. And I'm, I'm definitely, definitely putting money on this. Philadelphia to record five or more sacks in the game versus Kansas City. That is plus 550. It is not impossible. The most that... Um, Patrick Mahomes has been sacked, I think, this season is, I believe it's four times. But again, he's never seen a pass rush like us. So getting five sacks in a game is is like, I mean, it's it's easy. It's, it's, it's a cakewalk for the Eagles. So I'm definitely going to place those two bets. Again, these are on FanDuel under game specials. Hassan Reddick to record a sack and Philadelphia to win plus 190. Philadelphia to to record five sacks in the game versus the Chiefs plus 550. You can also check out my Twitter account this weekend to see other uh, player props and picks that I will be rolling with for the game on Sunday. And finally, oh, okay, we're I guess we're making pretty good time. It's not as long as I thought it was going to be. Um, now we're going to get to the score. So like you, like I said before, I don't think this is going to be a blowout. I don't. Um, it's it's going to be a close game, but I do think that the Eagles still win. Um, the most points that the Chiefs have ever have lost by this season was four points. That's the most. And that was to the Bills. With the Eagles defense being as aggressive and relentless as they have been all season long, Mahomes will have to play from behind at some point. And the Eagles defense is not going to make that easy for him. But I I do think, because it's Patrick Mahomes, I do think that they will still score points. But I like the Eagles to win. My score prediction, 31-27. Eagles take home their second Super Bowl in five years, and they win by four points. So if you want to take the Eagles... Uh, if uh, like a spread bet, and I'll probably I'll do this on Twitter too. Um, if you do like that point differential, 
you can play the Eagles minus three and a half. I don't know off the top of my head what that, um, uh, what that, what that bet is on FanDuel, but I do like the Eagles to win by at least four points. So you can take the Eagles minus three and a half, uh, you know, to win by four points so that you don't get the push. Um, but yeah, Eagles bring home their second Super Bowl score 20. Uh, wow. 31, 27. We're going to have a parade in Philadelphia. Once again, make sure you tell your, your, your boss, whoever you got to tell, look, listen, come Sunday night, I'm be calling you telling you I'm not coming into work on a certain day because I'm going to be down celebrating my team and bringing home this Lombardi trophy again. And then, then I probably won't be in work the next day. You know what? Forget it. Take the whole week off. Why not? <laughs> Why not? You know, so I, I you know, this it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game. And I can't wait to watch this team do the amazing things that they have done game in and game out all year long. It's going to be great to see. Oh, oh, before I forget, for those of you who do, who do not have social media, uh, we found out the uh, the vote count for Jalen Hurts MVP, right? He came in second. Out The Associated Press has 50 votes, right? To vote for their MVP. Jalen Hurts received one vote. One out of 50, one vote to be this year's regular season MVP. He was tied with Josh Allen, who also received one vote, which means Patrick Mahomes received 48 votes to, to be this regular season's MVP. And that pissed me off like nobody's business. So, but at the end of the day, being the Super Bowl MVP, that takes that takes precedent over a regular season MVP. So I will take that eight days a week, 366 days a year. I'll take that any day. And to see Jalen Hurts hoist up that Super Bowl MVP trophy, I will cry. I will cry because this, this, this city has not experienced such a humble, smart, um, just overall genuine person in a, in, in, in a quarterback in a, in a long time. You know, we kind of were drugged through the ringer with Carson Wentz and the controversy that he brought into the locker room. But with Jalen Hurts, it's everything that he says is very genuine. Everything that he says, he believes 100%. And the guys around him, this team around him, buys into that as well. So seeing him hoist up that trophy um, Sunday night is going to be, it's gonna, it's gonna be a great moment. And it's gonna be a great moment for him. It's gonna be a great moment for us as fans and it's going to be a big f you to every person that thought that he wouldn't get there you know so i can't wait to see that um it's going to be it's going to be a great weekend we got two more days you guys two more days to get through uh the rest of today and saturday and then it's go time make sure you take your naps on sunday because the game doesn't start till 6 30 <laughs> 
Make sure you take your naps. Don't start drinking too early. You do not want to be blacked out and miss this game. That is it for me tonight. Uh, I hope you guys have a very safe, if you're traveling to Arizona, safe travels, enjoy yourself, soak in the experience and be ready to cheer on our birds Sunday night at 6.30 against the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl 57. That's it for me, guys. Enjoy. Have a great night. Talk to you soon. Fly, Eagles, fly.